1: Welcome to the Madness Show. I'm Matt.
2: And I am Ez. And friends, we are back with a big, big kind of title announcement, friends. The Lord of the Rings, the rings
1: of power, Matt. Yeah, man, let me tell you, we knew this was coming. And the other day they said, I believe September 2nd is when it's coming out. It's what they said. Gave us a gave us sort of an official uh date for it which is awesome and this is super super cool and i believe what they said is that this there's like not even really any cgi in this trailer it's did like they, they did. say that wow i believe i could be mistaken about that but oh, i thought that was like the right. whole, i thought that was like the whole deal is like they the way they did it and i think so. i got some messages about that actually yeah that's cool yeah so we're gonna do a quick reaction to this so Here we are. We're just going to do a quick reaction to this Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power trailer. Just dropped today, and then we're going to talk all about it. So here we go.
0: Three rings for the Elven Kings under the sky seven for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone nine for mortal men doomed to die one for the dark lord on his dark throne in the land of mordor where the shadows lie
1: wow okay well uh that's pretty freaking sweet Not uh.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah that's really sweet that's that's freaking that's amazing that, that that is amazing and you i can see it as you said that i was trying to kind of watch and see if it was
1: practical or if there was um, yeah Big IGN thing. It was all done practically and not with CGI. Um, tch, 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 uh, special effects advisor Douglas Trimble made sure of it. Uh, practical mindset. Let me see. Is there anything he's, he doesn't? I guess there, there's a behind the scenes thing. Yeah, it looks kind of cool here. Um, heck, I'll, really a behind the scenes thing. Let me get the. Let me get this up here. So really. Uh, yeah i have the volume turned off for this uh so it's okay. like I and i want it to be super super loud but yeah it looks like they just um i mean here they are porting pouring like the whole deal and so they must just use some what? sort of obviously like amazing camera that's high sort of uh
2: excuse uh, me <laughs> matt that's no freaking sick. way dude are you kidding me right now? Guys, yeah, they use literally... a super so, expensive
1: camera and slow mo and do the whole yeah.
2: Okay, and so they have a board where they've kind of um etched in right. the stuff. They they poured in the the metal and and kind of created that. That is, There's steam rolling off of
1: it. Holy smokes. Well, that just goes to show you cuz the budget for this is in, like in insane. it's like unreal. insane. But a lot of that I think is to just simply get the rights. But I it seems to me, and as you and I cover Wheel of Time, because I think mm-hmm. we got to bring it up a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. This is like, this is this is the one They're like, this is the real deal.
2: This okay. is it. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt, let me, uh, th- th- this is what happens in, in football. The varsity team plays first. Okay. So what's coming up this year, we're going to have the Lord of the Rings first. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the JV team, Wheel of Time season two will come out later. I mean, this is freaking awesome. This is awesome, bro. I I am I am I am honestly shocked by this. So this is um, we're we're gonna get into it here in a second and go over kind of everything we know about it. But just so, so September second, this is coming out, and you already brought up the marketing differences between what Amazon did with the Wheel of
1: Time, what they're doing with this. That's just yeah. I mean it, yeah, because remember we we were watching Wheel of Time, and as I cover it, we have a total Wheel of Time show podcast, Here's the Horn. Check it out, which we love. I mean don't be me wrong, I love the Wheel of Time books. It's great. I enjoyed. Great. I really enjoyed most of season one, but. I was complaining the entire time leading up to the wheel of time and saying I, their marketing strategy makes zero sense to me. It makes (laughs) absolutely no sense whatsoever. And I said, why would they announce last year that the wheel of, that the Lord of the Rings show is coming in 2022 because their argument for wheel of time was they said, well, we want to try to like slam everybody with it all at once Mm -hmm. for the thing. And we're like, okay, whatever they're, they're, that's their that's their plan and i said this just seems weird it yeah. just felt very odd to me and here's the big difference is they're saying oh no september 2nd here we go it's coming it's just like the it's just like the sports reference you know you don't have to run trick plays and ooh, you know play action pass and like you know move this guy here and razzle dazzle and statue of liberty and flea flicker mm-hmm. when you can just line up and run the ball down people's throats Okay, it's yeah. we're gonna run this play and you can't stop us, and right. that's what this show is. And it's obvious because it said, Here you go, get ready, it's coming.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Matt, if, if you get a second, so I want you to just because you're better sharing and pulling stuff up here, go to their Twitter when you get a second. Um, and let me see here, the handle for them is just at um, Lord of the Ring at-
1: on Prime. Yes, it is. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, lot on Prime. Yeah, correct.
2: Right yeah loader on prime and then and then so they've got the new logo up there and everything it it looks it looks really good but if you scroll down i think it's the second thing seven hours ago they show all of the different languages Mm -hmm. uh the title and all these different languages and i think the last one i think they have they slow down on it yeah it's like elvish and stuff so um or like old kind of uh yeah just, just really 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 cool stuff that they're that they're dropping over there so a couple more just extra tidbits this is is fantastic it's it's gonna be good you know it, it really is yeah what else do they have anything else here on twitter i know this is a big day for them nothing um, super specific just some descriptive text and stuff so yeah back in august they were they were releasing some pictures and stuff and yeah that's a good one go ahead and pull that one up that was the big <laughs> promote, like the image yeah look how beautiful that is so th- this is uh people are speculating that i mean there's a, you could see a tree far back there right you can see that the, mm-hmm. there's a this idea that we might be looking into the first stage, that we might get kind of um, a prologue that would talk about. You remember how in, when Lord of the Rings opens up and you have Galadriel talking about a time uh, before the third age? Right. Totally. I mean, again, this was glad that was Galadriel's voice. The new Galadriel, um, who is uh, I think it's Morphid Clark is is playing Galadriel. Mm-hmm. Uh, a young Galadriel. So that was pretty awesome to hear. This is the story of the rings. And we're going to get into in uh, just a second, just kind of what I know about it, by the way. um, Shout out to my buddy lane and, and uh, our, our, podcast um, up talking Tolkien. If you guys want to check that out, we kind of are on a hiatus, but we, we, we cover all of this over there too. And it's, I'm, I'm sure we're going to in the future, but man, w- like, and he knows uh, a, a whole, mu- a whole bunch more about this sort of time period and has done a lot of theorizing on it because we, from what we knew, let me, let me go back here. This is the, so the, the rings of power upcoming TV series, uh, it's, de- it's developed by JD Payne and Patrick McKay, uh, for Amazon prime. It's set in the second age before the events of the Lord of the Rings before the novels and the films. Um, yeah, they went through the Tolkien estate, paid a bunch of money. So they bought the rights for 250 million in November, Oof. um, yeah, in, in November. You don't drop.
1: You don't drop that kind of money unless you are like this thing's gonna be the real deal. Yeah, I, I mean, you're that's 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 a lot of money for the licensing fee. So you
2: you're going all in on all, this. Yeah, all in, all in. So uh they, they I get from the speculation here is that they're making a five season production, uh, or they they've committed to five seasons uh, worth at least maybe one billion. Um, this Easily. would. Make it the most expensive television series ever made. Uh, Payne and McKay. There's been some sort of controversy just about them not having any true writing credits or having done some rewrites. But mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, so they're they're working on this and basically t- doing 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 their thing. We're gonna kind of see what what they can do. But um, they've had some, you know, with with COVID, all this was going down. Some there's been talk about like they've ar- they're already into season two and they've been trying to you know kind of stream. Uh, or I'm sorry, tr- um, make connections between season one and season two because they kind of shot the first two episodes with uh, Jay Bayona stopped for a little mm-hmm. bit and then they're, they're they're coming back to all of this, but it's going to be fantastic and I'm, I'm really excited to see this first just little promo because and this early I was shocked that it was out already here in January I thought we'd be waiting until like, you know, April or March or April before we got some major and this is again just a title reveal. But um, still, pretty epic, and they've got a behind-the-scenes reel on it, which, which is fantastic. So, yeah,
1: yeah. So, and here's and here's the difference, right? You know, I think sometimes we're like, how can Amazon? You know, it's like think about all this money, and the massive sort of advantage Amazon has by getting into the content wars. Like, I don't think people realize just how much bigger Amazon is as a company compared to like our other what we traditionally think of as content companies like as you know amazon so disney has right disney has around uh this was 2019 they had around 5.4 billion dollars cash on hand so right now they probably got closer to like 12 to 15 so that's just cash on hand. That's not that's that's not part of your operating budget, but that's money you could go spend right now on anything that you wanted, okay? Yeah. So yesterday, huge news was that Microsoft bought the video game company Blizzard Activision, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For around, I think it was 60 almost it was like 69 billion dollars. Wow. Okay. Wow. Which is insane. Only only like four companies could have have the capital do that and that's like apple amazon microsoft and google uh right. like that could just be like you know, and that's the kind of the difference with amazon is we think my god there's this budget is so big this budget that budget would be like is big for disney and warner Brothers. that budget isn't really that big <laughs> for Am- amazon man But the, mm-hmm. they just have so much more money that they can go overspend it seems like for some of these things.
2: Yeah. 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 Which is awesome. I mean, so a- again, you want to make sure sh- this is one that had to be done. It has to be done right. And it has already such a big fan base. They already know like mm-hmm. that it's, it's going to bring out, you know, crowds. People are going to, you know, uh, get prime. If they don't have it, the, the whole thing, it's, it's numbers are going to be insane. And I just feel like you, you have to, because it's the first three films. I mean, fellowship, two towers and return of the King are so good. They, uh, it, they're, they, they're the highest
1: rated. They're they're yeah. of the Return of the King is like is like there with I think it's like Ben Hur and Titanic for like maybe Gone with the Wind is up there too. It's like thirteen Academy. It's like most Academy Awards
2: right. ever. Right. Right. So so you can't not spend a pretty penny on this. And again, like you said, they have the money to do so, which is something to think about. Um,
1: if they need more, I feel like whatever it is, they they need, literally the Amazon know? literally last year bought a movie studio is it any coincidence that they bought a movie studio? because it feels like even wheel of time it does feel like they really did push it once it came it feels like amazon's entering into the content wars to like it's time because they finally had a few hit big shows like the boys marvelous with mazel is the expanse i think the expanse is a prime is a prime show mm-hmm. but it feels like either way even the boys certainly i think that's kind of like their big hitter It feels like Amazon is now like moving more and more and more pieces into this content sort of streaming wars that's that's going on. And my God, they have the money to just move around, you know, move, move, move mountains to to do whatever they want. Right. Which means means that which means that this could be this Lord of the Rings thing may feel bigger and more grand. It has the potential than even the movies did.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, it, well, it does. And, and so and the, the big thing is too, so five seasons as far as we know, right? This this commitment, we don't know. Uh, they're t- this just says second age, right? Takes place in the second age. We don't know when. That's thousands of years, Matt. We don't know what stories they're going to try to tell. Um, our Farazan is like the last king and it talks about the destruction of, of Numenor. Are they going to go back to the first king and talk about him? It is, They've indicated here that it's the rings of power. And so we're gonna get Sauron. We're gonna get uh, him in the form of Anatar, and he's going to go to Celebrimbor and deceive him. Have him forge these freaking rings. We're gonna get to see these people. Like Elrond is there. Uh, Galadriel is there. So yeah, this is this is a this is a big freaking deal. And you're you're I don't know, man. I, I yeah, it's just they went all the way to New Zealand to do it too, right? They go back to the spirit of where the first films were were shot. And now there's been some controversy. I, I think season two, we're not really sure. It uh, looks like it's going to be moving. There's just, with COVID, there's been so many obstacles and New Zealand has been pretty strict about when you can work, when you cannot, and, and their numbers. So I think it's delayed a lot of what they wanted to do. You know what I mean? So they're saying, hey, we need to go somewhere where there's less restrictions and where we can do more quicker and get people together. And so New Zealand, just the nature of, of that small little island and that, that country They're not allowing that as much. I don't know. That's all rumor and speculation. We're not really sure about that yet. But um, yeah, so this is, yeah, yeah. it's going to be. I have a feeling. I
1: I feel like this show is going to be huge, like big, big, big.
2: Right. It is. It is. And so not to be super spoiler, I guess. Right. So from here on out, let's talk a little bit about some spoilers. If you're cool with that. Okay. A hundred percent. Okay let's let's talk because for for folks you want to go into it and you just you don't want to know anything it's okay it's about rings of power and elves and what's funny is they on the word power matt as they zoomed in that looked like the one ring didn't it it looked like it it was it was the one ring um that bilbo picks up in the hobbit that frodo gets and throws uh into the fire and so on uh we see in the main series there's actually references to it that that uh, men were deceived by these powerful rings. The the elves had seven, and then the or I'm sorry, they had three, and the dwarves had seven. So, yeah, this I think one of the biggest things that I think is going to happen. So, so full potential spoilers here is that Sauron. When you look up this character Anatar, he's not like w- what we see in the Third Age. Matt is this is the guy I have on the screen here, which is just we've got uh, fire behind him. Sauron's eye. He's more in sort of um I don't even know spe- like the spirit realm, or something. He's mm-hmm. not quite yet coalesced um, in his in his darkened form. Like early on in the second age, after serving Melkor uh, Morgoth in the first age, he was the servant to like the that was the original dark lord. He actually goes and and will try to. He pres- he's very beautiful, like kind of a trickster. It makes you think of like Loki, right? And right. he goes in and is fair with words, very. Um, wise and can give can can kind of use can charm if you will uh, various folks so he gets in with the Numenor Kings man and it's bad and he's got people making rings and he amasses a lot of power and this is all going to be kind of about his rise but it won't surprise me if it starts off with this character that I don't know if they're going to call him Anatar or something different but just to kind of for people who don't know There's going to be this element of surprise, like some twist or something, right? Something where we're like, oh, shoot, that's a bad guy. But he's right in among our main cast. Working with them seems very good. They like him. They enjoy him. They're friends almost. Uh, And yeah, it'll be interesting to see him deceive people. So yeah, that's that's sort of the idea here when you think about the creation of these rings. There's wars fought over these rings. Uh, people start to sense that they're being deceived. The elves will kind of pick up on it. Maybe
1: the dwarves so, don't. Like, qu- So quick question. Is, yeah. this, is this like Samarillion stuff? This is all Samarillion that you would need to sort of dive into to get the book history on?
2: Yeah, so um,
1: let me see if I can
2: find it here real quick. It's actually, it's, it's on the very back of the, it's the very last bit of the Silmarillion. So if you have a Silmarillion book, um, and you go to the very last chapter. I think it's the Akala Beth or Akalabeth. I can't ever say it right. I'm terrible with the uh, words and pronunciations in it. But it's the very last bit. And it's really just kind of a list. So if you look up Second Age, uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, and yeah, if you want to know where to kind of read. It is right at the very end of the Silmarillion. Because the Silmarillion is, is technically about the First Age and the Silmarils. And the war between the elves and and Morgoth, and you know, kind of he he steals them, creates war. Um, there's a kin slaying among the elves. All all these different things happen, and it's it's again a long period of time where Morgoth is defeated, then he's let loose, and he's defeated again, and so on. So the second age is really just an outline. Um, mm-hmm. Not much is 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 actually no, like it's just it's just like there's a list of kings and queens. You get this idea that. At one point, there's a group of um, the 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 reign of kings and queens. Like some stay loyal to the old ways and to to uh, Manway and the Valar, who are far like the furthest west you can go and Valinor. So, like and, and like, yes, yeah, so they, they they kind of I don't know they, they have a respect for that. So it's all around. It's all I think it's going to be focused around this island country called Numenor and Aragorn and his his people right. are de- are descended from there, right? um so these these men of the west that come back into what will be kind of your mainland for the for the third age but so we
1: so will we see um Calum Brimbor is his name Calum Brimbor yeah
2: Yeah. so that's that that's the guy who's going to forge the rings right he's going to actually uh he forges he's a great ringsmith that uh is deceived by Anatar by by you get it
1: right you use him um and I'm I am less familiar, obviously, with Lord of, the Ring, Lord of the Rings than you are. That's who you, you use in the games, the Shadow of War, Mordorth and Shadow of War uh, games. You use this character Talon, but he sort of has the spirit of Kalen Brindor in him. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me just read you guys a quick little um, summary here of some things
2: for Numenor, just in case you guys want some information on it. So it's at the beginning of the Second Age. There's a small faction of of humans and men that aided the Valar. Which are kind of like your angelic figures who come into the world, and uh, the leader of them is Manwe, and he he does they 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 lead the fight in the first age, but they ally themselves against the Dark Lord, um, in, in that first age, and the the humans, uh, most humans, are easily swayed to the darkness, and they did serve Morgoth, uh, and they fought on the side of evil, and for a while the Valar were pretty fed up with men. Um so to reward those who stayed loyal to their higher ideal the valar raised an island out of the sea and set a star in the heavens to guide the seafaring humans to it and this land is known as Numenor. So uh it's basically kind of like Atlantis if you think about that Matt right it's it's like okay. this Atlantis like society that's out there and the Numenorians uh they live longer lives we see um a- like Aragorn is descended from them so like we when he talks about to King Théoden. Remember, he remembers seeing King Théoden as a young boy, but King Théoden in the books and in the, and in the film looks much older than Aragorn, but that's because he, he's descended from this long line. Um, and anyways, so yeah, they, uh, yeah, so the, the humans then eventually are prone to dark whisperings and jealousy and they start to covet the immortality of the elves and the Valar. So uh, again, this, I'm just going to read some of this because there is, when you look up all this stuff, man, you actually find the uh, the text from which it comes from. There's really just, there's just like a list of these Kings and Queens and these people. And there's really just not like a whole lot there. there, there is, there's more out to find all the different texts that you can pull up. Cause Tolkien has all these different histories and uh, letters and things that his son, Christopher Tolkien sort of pieced together and, and helped folks figure out what he was thinking about in this, in this time period, but way more was written about the first age. So yeah, they're prone to these dark whisperings, and they're covering what what Valinor has. And they do sail there. Um, they're told not to. Uh, so they, they get in some sort of trouble there. There eventually is a king known as ar um, who starts to kind of serve and falls under Sauron's influence. And he basically uses him and this that gets into the whole like destruction of Numenor. So like that's at the end. The destruction of Numenor is like right at the very not end of the second age, but you you have a destruction of it. This this island that is deceived. So we just the big question has always been where are they going to start? Which king are they going to focus on? Um is it are they just going to stay on sort of the 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 like middle earth if you will and work with the elves? Are we going to see Anatar working there? Cause he then also travels out to um he, he, he travels out to Numenor and actually he, he, he does this whole thing, Matt, where he like kind of conquers that land. He has this big force and he <laughs> like, like our um, comes out there and actually like he bows down to him but then goes on to be his servant and, and his like advisor. And it's so, almost you think of like Wormtongue whispering to King Théoden, and deceiving him over the years. So it's just, that's, I don't know, man. There's, there's so many different um, ways that they could go and points of views that they could take i i i really struggle trying to figure out is who, tom bombadil
1: is. alive during this yeah
2: tom oh yeah tom tom is will, will, technically, we, will we see will we
1: see tom bombadil
2: i don't know that that's the thing he i definitely know that he is you know he's thousands of that he's so old like he's been around we don't know if he's in the same spot or if the land has changed right. or whatever um technically gandalf is around but he's in valid, he's yet to be he is he and the other wizards have yet to be sent uh to middle earth to guide men so right. th- this will all, it's the it's the rings and sauron's rise to power here that will eventually prompt um them to send the Astari in in and deal with everything so um so yeah people have asked like is gandalf going to be in and i think i mean People have said they might be taking some
1: liberties here. They might be rolling in characters that I we. Feel like, I feel like I feel like that would be the way to go is to tie it into the movies and stuff, especially now with like yeah. multiverse and DC is doing Flashpoint yeah. and like all the all the it's really what people want is that people just want it to be connected so it makes sense. Yeah, and, and the thing that they're
2: definitely going to do. So we've, we've got Galadriel, um, you've got um, Elrond. There, I'm trying to think of other individuals. The trees. Beard in, yeah 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 you could do something with the ants that'd be really cool tree beard you know what i mean that would that would be interesting so locations people have asked like are the hobbits gonna be there i don't think so i don't think we're gonna see dwarves. hobbits yeah dwarves for sure we'll see them because it's all about the rings of power and who they were given to so men dwarves and elves um hobbits as as like Treebeard says in the main series like they're kind of a surprise to everybody that where they come from and, and their origin and all that stuff is, is still a bit mysterious and when they uh, pop up. So what we'll at least have is Gladriel and we'll have Elrond who are very familiar to, to folks, but I don't know if we're going to have the likes of like a Gandalf. I really don't think we're going to, but like you said, that is what people want. People want these things. I think uh, Ian McKellen already kind of said, if they do bring in Gandalf, they better hit me up. I'm getting, you know, like he's, he's like, like, I'm great. Gandalf, Right. Um, she's like, it is like I'm thousands of years old. Why wouldn't I be there? You know, I but so, would, would he look the same, or would he? Wouldn't he be? No, like I, a think, heck, heck, I think I think that's, heck, that's heck. the thing. I think in Tolkien's writing, I, I believe in people, folks can correct me too. I'm not, I'm not a freaking expert, but like, I think he is over in Valinor. He's what you call a Maiar. So you have the Valar, which are the tippy top kind of the highest, um, ethereal beings, like angelic like figures that were there when the world was created. and are given power from god if you will and and beneath them in power are the Maiar, but th- there's new like they're way more Maiar than there are like those valar figures and we can do a whole right. thing like at some point it's, we could so it's like back, is radagast
1: uh yeah uh,
2: he's a Maiar. yeah uh radagast he's, a, he's like is. a less he's a lesser yeah and so gandalf is a Maiar too so all of the wizards are not like valar they are not the highest beings they are so Sauron is also a Maiar. He is a right. Maiar who, who went to um, Melkor and Morgoth and served the Dark Lord. So right. Sauron like, is a yeah, Maiar. So Yeah, yeah. So, so you think about this. So you, you, back during the first stage, just for some context for folks, you ha- the world is created. Um, Arda is created. And you had two brothers. You had Manwe uh, and you had Melkor and they warred against one another like they you know they, they just had sort of different characteristics they sang different melkor sang chords of discord into the world manway followed what was you know like sort of the lighter good tones or whatever and they end up fighting so Monway, i just i'm going to use him to make it really simple he is a, a valar and his brother melkor so so Manwe also has another group, like other brothers and kind of sisters, if you will, that are Valar that help him fight. Like, let's say there's, I, I don't know how many there are exactly. Um, there is a number out there. I'm sure I could go to Tolkien Gateway and find it. But they fight. And underneath them are lesser beings called Maiar. They're just lesser in power, lesser in influence. And that's what Gandalf, Saruman, Radagast, the, the two blue wizards, they're all Maiar. And Sauron is also my art but he's been under he's been tutoring with melkor and he knows things you know he's dark arts and and all this kind of stuff you know freaking gandalf my god he's my like i I freaking love gandalf and so i always i always like to make like the astari is what they were called the, the five wizards who go into middle earth they were really just meant to be guides they're not supposed to go toe to toe this is not their battle like the valar said this is not our thing anymore you know um they said, so we'll send in some Maiar, we'll send in some wizards to guide you, five of them, to fight against Sauron. And they do. And they and they, and they fight. But I there's times where I feel like, God, Gandalf, if you could just just go. I mean, when he's Gandalf the White, and he just he comes back, he's sent back his great task, his great challenge, and he, he fights like the Belrog and stuff, you know. It's just really cool. People are talking, we might see some, uh, there might be some you know, the minds of Moria, like we might see. Right. Some so we could or, go to some familiar yeah, places. Right. And maybe the Belrog, we could see some of like what happened or not, not necessarily like what happened to that particular group, but like, like earlier groups right. that were the there. Earlier and, versions of yeah, it. When Moria is created or, or not created, but, you know, or early days, I guess, if you will. So, um, yeah, to me, all, all that will be interesting. The locations and the places that we'll see. And Numenor will just be all new. But what you saw, that clip that you showed, the, the image, um there people have tried to guess which elvish figure that is Uh, it looks like an elf standing there looking into the far west which is like valinor so like there's there's atlantis numenor and they're not really supposed to go to where the gods live that's like you think of like zeus and his people like men can't go there but they try to. you know what i mean and when they do they get struck down and they it's just not a not a good thing um so it looks like like someone was looking there and that's where the elves go, right? So we see Frodo uh, at the end with Bilbo and we see um, the elves that they're sailing west, right? So they're going to sail there to the land of the undying and it's sort of immortality and all, all that stuff. Um, men are mortal and they, is that a blessing? Is that a curse? Uh, why is it set up that way? Why are elves immortal? There's a great struggle you know men feel like they should have the same access to that like it doesn't make sense to them as to why death is is called in tolkien's work a gift and actually like the elves living eternally maybe isn't
1: as much of a gift isn't as 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 they think yeah well for oh god i'm gonna blank on her name um gladra tyler no love tyler oh, oh uh, uh, Ar- arwen arwen yeah arwen yes yeah that see the lord of the rings always confuses me because you have like aragorn arwen arwen i mean all the names yeah. start with A-Win, a and they're all yeah. the same <laughs> you were right, exactly right well so you know, obviously she's an aragorn and then he can't live as long as she does so she would have to watch him and that's why he sort of tells her he doesn't want to be with her so it is i could see how it could be a curse yeah yeah yeah, for sure. So
2: it's just kind of I don't know. Um I think they'll explore that theme though. I th- I feel like that's a theme that they might get into because because n- the Numenorians got extended life and were blessed with that. And also they're closer in proximity being out there in the sea. They're closer to like almost like you know how like the land of the Undying or the Far West of Valinor is like it feels like magic is radiating off of it and the closer you get to it, the more benefits it has or whatever. You get not that that's exactly true, but like you, you, you can kind of feel that in that sense of, and, and they, they want to go there and they get in trouble for it and uh, you know, stuff like that. So that uh yeah, I, I think what we'll do is I'll try to leave a link for folks down in the description, just to different resources. If they want to go check out more about Numenor and more just about maybe the second age. And what I like about it, Matt, is that there's not actually a whole lot that, that since there isn't a whole lot, you can kind of, create brand new characters you can bring in older characters locations um there is an outline but man like you go from one king to the next and like hundreds of let me see here list of real quickly list of kings
1: uh numenor kings let's see how many there are wasn't a- aragorn is also he's so he's from numenor but yeah. what is the duna what is a dunedain ranger
2: yeah so they are men who um who are descended from uh that line of kings if you will so actually once they come over okay. uh dunedain here we go so the dunedain were uh yeah westmen is was what it stands for were the men of numenor and especially their descendants uh their, their people are I'm sorry their descendants who peopled middle earth in the second age and the third age after the downfall of numenor the exiles of Numenor led by Elendil established in the realms of exile in Arnor and Gondor. So not all the Dunedain in Middle-earth were descended from the followers of Elendil. Um, others, so in the beginning, you remember in the first movie uh, in Fellowship, you saw Elendil, he's there. And you actually see him kind of fighting and, and, and all this kind of stuff. So uh, Aragorn is descended from him. So Isildur is his son and Isildur is supposed to cast the ring into the fire and Elrond is like, you know, cast it into the fire, right? And he doesn't. Uh, And so that becomes Aragorn's great burden is that one of his ancestors that he's descended from did not uh, destroy the ring. And it goes all the way back to these, what we're going to see is these rings being created and these men uh, of Numenor being deceived, the downfall of Numenor, then they came over to Middle Earth and they settle in Arnor and Gondor and, um, they, they, they set up kingdoms there and, and, and rule. So yeah, that's, um, yeah, originally ruled by the high King of the Dúnedain. They were divided as the Dúnedain of Arnor and the Dúnedain of Gondor and following the death of Asildor son of Elendil. So after Asildor dies, the two kingdoms are kind of split um and there's a bunch more history on those various kingdoms and all the descendants and how aragorn is descended from that that line if you will so it's so many it's yeah, it's it's so many different like kings so the show's so
1: the show's gonna be massive is what is what is yeah
2: but my my thing is just there's so many ways you can go is it a game of thrones killer i don't know see Audiences have, have got into, I feel like there's still, there's people like, look, look how successful the Lord of the Rings films were. And I even thought what wheel of time did not going super gory, not going super sexual. There's still an audience for that people. Like it's, it's open to, you know, people like Tolkien for a reason. They like these great tales, these epic adventures. I feel like it is going to be, it's just, I'm honestly, man, just, just because that like Tolkien was author of the century,
1: all these, these works have been around for so long that there's so many fans. So it's going, it's going to be going up against, uh, I'm presuming a Shadow and Bone season two, House of the Dragon, Wheel of Time season two, and then probably early next year is going to be Witcher season three. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's just fantasy. That doesn't include other big shows like Stranger Things and, you know, Star Wars stuff and Marvel right. stuff and all that, all that, all that other stuff. The so wars. even, even inside the fantasy realm. There's a, yeah lots of competition is it lots of, lots of competition but i think it's
2: going to i think it's going to stand
1: on its own i really on i, I there,
2: there's already a huge fan base for it and i feel like it's people have understood the budget they understand what they're doing and i feel like visually it's going to be stunning it's going to draw people in it's epic i i hope it's not confusing here's the thing that i'm worried about because let me i just found i found this list of kings you have 25 kings um And queens, there's actually the first ruling queen, second ruling queen, third ruling queen. Uh, So you have some of those, right? Uh, But there's 25 rulers of Numenor. And buddy, the first one, like Elros, uh, reigns from 32, the year 32, to 442. And the last one, uh, Ar-Farazan, which is the fall of Numenor, he starts his reign in the year 3,255. Yeah, 3,255. So there's like 3000 years and and people just don't know like the Kings live so long. These people live so long. How do you make that feel? How do you tell a story? Because what was really good about the Lord of the Rings was that's it. it, it, it's, It's a great, it's an adventure. We start in one place. We go to another place. There's a, there's a beginning and an end. And it's, this is, feels like you almost need like interconnected multiple shows like, I, like you you like you would almost create sort of like a Marvel verse, but there's just so yeah. many years. I don't know how they're gonna like narrow all this down for us, you know? That's the that's right. the tricky part, I think. Yeah, because
1: remember HBO uh was on board to do a early, early, early version Dawn Age Game right. of Thrones show. Right. Right. Ten thousand years the, before, yeah. Right. Whatever, yeah, four, or five thousand I think it's like three thousand or something, two thousand, oh, whatever, okay. it didn't matter. Um but and then it got scrapped halfway through, and they I think said, we're gonna go we're gonna go with something just a, like a couple hundred years before, so right? So good, so good idea going this far back, or I, I know mean, that's what
2: that's what I'm saying. It, it's like the elves provide continuity between the kings and queens
1: because they are immortal and they live long. So up. is is like Legolas around at this point? Yeah, still Legolas. And, yeah, yep. His and father. I always, I, I, who's the and then. I always forget the elf who you see in the forest. And then the elf that shows up at Helm's deep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What Haldir? No, not Haldir. Is that
2: his name? Um, he's the, yeah, he shows up and, and supports them all.
1: Right. He comes from Galadriel's realm. Is it Haldir? I can't remember. So the, so the one girl who's in the Hobbit movies, that's, uh, also, Haldir. How did I get that? Dude, I'm so impressed. It's Haldir. Let's fucking right. Oh, so the so the girl that so the girl that wants to hook up with the dwarf in the Hobbit movies is still alive. Tario yeah. is, is is alive, yeah. right? She's in yeah. she's in Marvel. She's um, yellow jacket or whatever. Or the I don't know. She flies around. Ant
2: Man or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: She's Ant Man's thing. What is she? Ant Man and I don't know. Is it, is it Ant Man and Wasp? What Wasp? There we Wasp. go. Yeah,
2: yeah. So uh, so here's the thing, like. I don't know. I mean, the whole history of the elves and everything, like pretty much any elf that you saw in the third age would have been alive. There are certain situations like where there's a character, Glorfindel, who was killed in the first age and then is brought back to life just like Gandalf was, right? Like there are times where you could you could because the Valar deemed you right. worthy, you're brought back for a great reason. So, but for the most part, yeah. If you see them in the third age, they were there in the second age. They lived through those ages, unless they were born. Like Arwen. Mm-hmm. You have to look at when Arwen was born and, and stuff like that, um, which I can pull that up here too. Because people are going to be asking all those questions. Yeah, are you going to see. So she was born in the second age in the year 241. So, like if you could. So if they start. So, Arwen, you think about Elrond's. Uh, and, they,
1: and they don't have to stick to the books.
2: No, I mean, well, again, now the crazy thing is, is that that is. Uh, there's a guy, Lane and I talk about this a lot, and I, and Lane loves getting into this stuff. So, again, over on Up Talking Tolkien, we, every freaking episode, we do drop a knees where we talk about these things. There's a guy, Tom Shippey, um, who they bring in for who knows Tolkien's work, who knows the outline. Who He's understand. the Sarah
1: Nakamura of the right. show. Sarah you're Nakamura you're, is, the, yeah. is, the, is, the, is the lore master of Wheel, Wheel of Time. time.
2: Right. she so you bring right. in your lore so master. Know, yeah. yeah, people who are close to, to to the author and know stuff about it. And they work with them to make sure they're not drifting too far away from the original vision or whatever. But the second age, as I said, there's so little. It's a skeleton. I don't feel like it's it's there are some parts of it that are really well uh, done and there's there's meat to it. But for the most part, buddy, there's there's really not there's major points that you have to get to.
1: But you can. So it's like House of the Dragon. Exactly. In that George R. R. Martin, who wrote who wrote most of the Game of Thrones book, he didn't finish him. I mean, obviously he wrote all of them, but the series isn't finished. The show got past it. The series, the, where they're going now, the dance of the dragons, which will be the show house of the dragon. He has like a rough outline for, so there's a lot more creative liberties because you get to sort of fill in the blanks. So that's what we're going to be seeing here. Yeah. And so think about that. So, and if you're familiar with house of the dragon or fire and blood
2: George's volume that spans what 300 years, I think. So it's the first volume is 150 or whatever, but like 300 years, whereas tolkien's outline is three thousand years it's it's so to me there's way more liberties that you could take if you wanted to and i don't know this is they sold them the rights and i feel like they can they can go with it my friend i mean they can do some some cool stuff i mean yeah you have to have your big individual like you have to have the the rings of power you have to have sauron Anatar, uh certain people but what they're what the dialogue that there's no dialogue there's no like written kind of um right so it's just tech. it's all free game yeah it's 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 largely free game um so even those great tales like the fall or i'm trying to think here um let's see what are the rings the great tales they pull these up here like baron and Luthian let me go back Where some of the other ones um the fall here we go yeah. So the children of, of Hurin, Baron and Luthien, the fall of Gondolin, those are all like first age stories. So those are actually stories that like Tolkien had a lot more like dialogue characters, talking, showing up, uh, like showing you whole scenes and stuff like that. And again, there's not, there's not as much of that in the second age, which is why I think it's going to be, it's, it's why it's so highly anticipated. You know, if you're doing the first age, you could say things like, well, we have three books that you can look at. We have the Silmarillion and we have all these different things like, there's just not much. And so I'm excited for it. And, and I think there's a lot that they can do and they can tell fascinating stories that are going to, there's going to be twists and turns. Uh, there's going to be hidden gems, Easter eggs for people who are really into um, stuff that Tolkien wrote about languages and, and and everything. It'll be, it'll be fantastic. So highly, highly anticipated. The opening trailer was freaking amazing. You've got a great cast. They've already got, if you go to their, um Twitter or their, their social media you can see all the different cast members they've got for this the directors um Wayne Yip and they've got others tons they they've they've shown pictures it looks it looks awesome man it looks freaking awesome
1: it looks big it looks grand even and even you can tell they're going all out even just by the little teaser we watched mm-hmm. because it's just I mean it's they're doing practical effects even on a teaser yeah yeah that I looks appreciate. cG
2: yeah it does <laughs> it does it really does so. Uh, so yeah, friends, you know, here's what we're gonna do. Just, you know, let us know, um, what you guys think. I mean, really what I'd love to hear from people and, and you can email us, you can actually send, uh, us direct messages too. So you got Matt at super games, bros, me at womp rat underscore two M. Let me know. I also talk about this over on an unexpected podcast where, where we talk more about it and Matt and I are going to be talking about it as the show gets closer, Matt and I are going to look at trailers for it. we oh, uh, talking about the show and stuff. So if you guys have thoughts and theories just on where you think it's going to start hit us up, you know, let me know where you think this is going to start in the second age or what the sequence of events might be or the major battles, all that kind of stuff. I'd love
1: to hear from folks on it. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right, guys. Hey, with that, this is Matt and as thanking you guys for listening thanking you guys for watching and uh, guys stay tuned because we are coming back with plenty more stuff. We also have a Patreon if you like that or you can support us on Apple Premium as well. And by doing so, you actually get all of the extra content of all of our shows we have a star wars show and lord of the or, and well now maybe lord of the rings right and mm-hmm. harry potter and game of thrones and all of it just be sure to check that Matinez media tab there on apple podcast so guys with that as always thank you for watching and i hope you guys have a great rest of your day